things are happening very quickly. Almost too quickly for me. But doesn't mean that we shouldn't be paying attention to them, I guess, in the big scheme of things. I do apologize for being late this week. It's been uncomfortably warm here for the last three or four days. Uh, We're running about 15 degrees above our average temperature for this time of year, and it has been remarkably warm. Monday, of course, was Memorial Day. We were able to have our annual ceremony at the Tomb of the Unknowns here in Bremerton, and that was... As always, it's very emotional, and at the same time, it's very fulfilling. Uh, We had a little added, I guess, sadness to it this year. We actually lost one of the founding members of our submarine veterans base on Sunday morning. And so that created a little bit of added emphasis to the day, I suppose. But it was very warm. Yesterday was even warmer. Today was equally the same, and house is not set up to run air conditioning, so so I have to wait until things kind of cool off a little bit before I can sit down and record. It's not been wasted time. I have sat down and written four shows now. Um, I was talking to Rod earlier this morning. I'll probably just tape them all at once and then dribble them out through the rest of the week. Things are moving very quickly right now, though, and the whole Fauci story is... Strange. I'm just going to say that. Again, I've said from day one, I know as many of you have hated Dr. Fauci since the first day. I get it. Except that you really didn't because the reason Trump put him on his team for coronavirus in the first place was that he thought Fauci was going to be supportive of his positions. When it turned out that Fauci was not supportive of those positions, Trump found himself in a sticky wicket not really being able to fire him without great outrage and yet at the same time not wanting to listen to him. Hence the birth of the lying Anthony Fauci memes and the the hashtags and the likes of that. But at the very, very, very beginning of this, Fauci's voice was a trusted and welcomed voice. I think primarily because of his history in government and the fact that Hitherto, he was absolutely despised, hated. The left couldn't stand Anthony Fauci. They hated him, mostly because of his work on the AIDS virus back in the 1980s. What happened? The problem with Dr. Fauci is that he never should have been put in that position to, to begin with. I know it's easy to say, but Dave, he's, a, he's an infectious disease expert. I understand that. And having him on the task force is not an issue. Having him be the spokesmouth for the basically the entire government is something that should never have happened. It, it, it wasn't his place. It's still not his place. And here's the thing. Someone who has as many years in government as he does, remember, he is the highest paid government official there is. There is not even the president of the United States gets paid as much as Anthony Fauci does. Someone who's been in government that long who has played the game that successfully. Think about this. This guy has been in that position since the 1980s, since the Carter administration, basically. 
He went through the AIDS crisis. He went through the Ebola crises, quote unquote. He went through flu crises. He's been through what? Reagan, Bush, Carter, not Carter, uh, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, and now Biden. That's what, seven presidents this guy's been there with? You don't stay in government for that many for that long without being successful at playing the game. He knows how to play the game, which means that there's no way that he didn't know that he should not be that spokesmouth. He should not be the person out front doing this. It wasn't his job. He's not the director of the NIH. He's not the director of the CDC. He is essentially a department head in a department he's not in charge of. Now, he's been presented to us as America's doctor, and we're supposed to trust him. I don't know. When I chose my personal physician, I chose my personal physician on the basis of two things. One, that he was a veteran, and two, that he liked hockey. That's it. It's, he's an Air Force veteran, but, but uh, he's a veteran. And he likes hockey. He's about my age, and we have many of the same issues. And same that's why I chose him. I didn't choose Doctor Fauci. He's not my doctor. And as far as being America's doctor, I don't know. I mean, in today's world, would an eighty-year-old white man be exactly the antithesis of what we would be looking for in America's doctor? And yet, this is how he's presented to us. This is how he's put out there. He is supposedly this trustworthy, advice-filled, wise guy that's got, you know, all this knowledge that he's developed through the years. And we're supposed to be able to trust him, except that it didn't take very long before we couldn't trust him. Now, if you're on the left, you're going to tell me that the reason we don't trust him is because he stood up to Donald Trump when Donald Trump was saying things that weren't true. And if you're on the right, you're going to tell me the reason we can't trust him is because he's lying Anthony Fauci. I got it. There's no middle ground anymore. There's no, there's no, this guy could have just been in over his head and had no business being where he was. In all the times that I've watched Dr. Fauci, and there's more of them than, than I should have, I did notice something about him. Now, this doesn't mean he ought to – I'm not saying this is absolute, but in all the times I've seen him do his thing, his spokesmouth thing, he never appeals to his own authority as a physician or even, for that matter, as an expert. He always appeals to someone else's authority or knowledge. You should follow the CDC's recommendations. You should follow the WHO. You should follow the – Whomever. You don't need to wear a mask because the CDC says it's, it's not necessary. But maybe you should wear it too. But if it makes you feel better, you can't. He equivocates. He never really seems to put himself on the line as the authority figure that he's been turned into. Now, it's possible in 360, 70, 80 days of, of press conferences and the likes of that, that at some point he said, you know, I'm a doctor and this is what I believe. I didn't see that if he did. It's possible that he did, and that being the case, I have to allow for it. But in all the times I've seen it, he strikes me as a spokesmouth. He strikes me as a person who is a government apparatchik who is in a place that he shouldn't be. And it kind of went to his head. 
which is sad to me because he should have, of all the people on this planet, he's the one that should have known that he didn't belong where he was. Someone who was truly concerned about all this, someone who was truly worried about the coronavirus, who was really worried about our reaction to it, wouldn't have continued under Donald Trump. They would have said, I'm not working for this guy. <laughs> this guy wants me to say things that, that I don't believe. But instead, he stayed. Why? Well, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. One, a $400,000 a year salary, $417,000 salary, plus benefits, no doubt. Uh, prestige that went with his position. Government service has its perks. Let's face facts. Retirements and the likes of that. Plus, it benefited those who hated Trump to have him there. How much pressure do you think was put on him at some point to say, look, man, we really need you there. We really need you to stay there. We, we know it's not coming, but, but, but really nothing's going to change. So you might as well just stay there and, and try to be the voice of reason. And so he did. I'm wondering how much of that kind of pressure was brought. But now we know that in reality what was going on was he was writing a book. A book that was going to be published or is going to be published by the National Geographic Society under the auspices of Barnes & Noble and National Geographic. And this book, which is due on November 2nd, is literally titled Expect the Unexpected, 10 Lessons on Truth, Service, and the Way Forward. It's an 80-page book, 80 page, 80 pages. Folks, an 80-page book about Fauci's response to the coronavirus pandemic. And as I said, it was supposed to be released on November 2nd. Well, this caused an immediate backlash. There were tweets from congresspeople and politicians and a conversation between Rod and I about this is not going to – this this is not going to go well. It, it's just not. I mean people are not going to stand by – when half the nation literally thinks that Dr. Fauci is a complete and utter tool, he's a liar, and the other half thinks he's, you know, there's God, then Jesus, and then, and then Fauci, this is not going to sit well. This is not going to go well. This is going to be seen as profiteering. It's going to be seen as taking advantage of things, and it's, it's going to be a disaster. And, of course, this was followed up by a tweet that Amazon, Barnes & Noble – all the online booksellers had, quote, scrubbed the book that had been removed from sales. Is anybody surprised by that? This book, again, much like the idea of having Dr. Anthony Fauci as your spokesmouth for the, for the administrations, was a bad idea. And Dr. Fauci, of all the people involved in this, should have known that. In fact, I refuse to believe that there's any way he didn't know that if he wrote a book about his service during the coronavirus crises, it was going to be seen as pandering and profiteering. If he didn't know that, then he's an idiot. It's plain and simple. He did know that, but he figured 40 years in government, 40, 50 years in government, I can... 
I, you know, I've, I've guided this way, this, my career path through all this and off we will go. And so there you have it. Only to learn now that the book hasn't actually been scrubbed. Okay. That's the mistake is it's been removed from online sales. You can't buy it in the store yet because it's not out until November 2nd. But it has been removed from online sales. However, National Geographic, which developed the book in conjunction with an upcoming documentary about Fauci, put out a press release saying that the book had been posted accidentally earlier than intended for pre-sales and that it was removed not because of the possible poor taste of the book, possibly because of the accusations of profiteering and so forth and so on. It was removed solely because the release was, it got put out accidentally too early. And we need to, we, we, we didn't mean to do that. Whoops. Sorry. Our bad. Of course, there's no discussion about when it'll come back. So there you go. All of this has me wondering and as I was talking about on Sunday with Rod, watching this history of the the Romanov family, the Russian czars, and the way Rasputin influenced that family to a disaster. Others did as well. But it was Rasputin in particular who was seen as the focal point of all this. And in so many ways, I see Fauci as Rasputin. He's a guy that shouldn't be where he is has no business being where he is, and by that I mean the spokesperson. I make no comment about his qualifications as director of NAAID, NHAID, whatever it is, allergy and immunization diseases. But as a spokesperson, he was terrible. And I don't think anybody, even those on the left, can, can acknowledge, can't acknowledge the fact that he was terrible as a spokesperson. He was worse than most of your presidential press secretaries. At least they know that if they say something one day and they change it the next day, they have to pretend that they didn't really say that before or they have to rationalize it somehow, some way, that you heard them wrong and therefore it's it doesn't mean what you think it means. Fauci's not capable of doing that. He was in over his head and all of the accusations that were led to, that, that were made because of his questionable credentials made it seem like this guy was just bad. It made it seem like this guy was profiteering. You know, whether you believe in the vaccine stuff or not is irrelevant at this point. He had to have known that it was a problem. He had to have known that. There's nobody else that could have known it except for Fauci himself. So now we sit here and the book is out, announced it's coming out. The book is repealed from going out. The book is sort of coming out. If I had to sit here and guess right now, I would say that it probably will still come out because that's the kind of tone-deaf mentality that the, the Fauci has and the Fauciites have. But in the middle of all this, he's being pilloried. He's being skewered by the mainstream media, which is a term I hate. I prefer the term headline media because that's all we ever read is the headlines. He's being skewered by the headline media for 
well, now it looks like he might have been wrong. Maybe this was a viral escape from a lab in Wuhan. Fauci himself is calling for a continuation of the investigation, for a reignition of the investigation. Biden himself has said, we're going to do a 90-day investigation. By the way, what's going to happen in 90 days when, when they announce that there's no evidence of that? How are you going to react then? Because that's what they're going to find. They're going to, the, the whole point of this investigation is to find mountains of no evidence. That's just the way it is. Do you honestly believe that the Biden administration is going to come out with some damning report saying China lied and China knew about this and China – no. They're going to say – well, there continue to be questions. There is no direct evidence. Could almost write that report now. At any rate, in the middle of all this, Fauci is the one being skewered by the media. He's the one being hung out to dry. And nobody on the left is running to his defense. Nobody is nobody over there is going, mm. but wait, he didn't mean it. But wait, he's a smart guy. Nobody is defending him. Which makes me wonder why is he being hung out to dry right now? Why is Fauci being the one hung out to dry now? What What is it about it now that says, hey, this, this is the appropriate time and the appropriate reaction? Nobody defending him. Nobody standing up for him. Nobody even arguing that, that well, lying Anthony Fauci might actually have been a thing. Newspapers are printing stories about how the Wuhan escape conspiracy theory has been rehabilitated like a Stalinist you know, apparatchik who's been brought back and rehabilitated by, by the sanatorium, he's now okay now. Now we can talk about it because Fauci is being hung out to dry. Something is going on here and things are moving way too quickly. Even in the 15, 20 minutes I've sat here doing this, tweets are coming across my thing about what's going to happen with this, with this book. What does it mean? What is it? Something is being done here that we are not supposed to pay attention to, and I don't have a clue what it is yet. But I do know this. Like Rasputin all those years ago, he's going to become the focal point of the blame from both sides. It's his own fault, just like it was Rasputin's own fault, because somebody with that much experience in government playing the game should have known that. He did know that. But he took the gamble, and now he's the sacrificial lamb for this. While John Cena apologizes in Chinese for a freaking movie promotion, Fauci is being hung out to dry. You tell me. You really believe that the Biden administration is going to announce that Dr. Fauci is right? And that maybe it was a release after all, because I don't believe that for a minute. I don't believe that. I don't think anybody does. Things are moving fast, and we'll keep watching them.